right, who wants to hear about high-octane adventures and the latest and greatest on the motor scene? It's time to rev it up with John and Jess on Joy 1340. Welcome back to Rev It Up with John and Jess. Coming at you on Joy 1340 AM and 98.7 FM. You do it so much better. I can't stand you some days, and today is one of those days. I love it. Yes. Mission accomplished. It's Friday. Way to go. See, gentlemen, if you can get out starting uh, the day where go. it's my it's my bit of advice for the, the gentlemen that are dating in our era. This is going to be rich. Go. Well, you know, at our age, it's either like, you know, you start dating and there's either there's only so much left. And this is this is time. My, yes. This, this is the John Bagley advice of dating for all the men. And children because you're so successful at it i am you can ask a lot of people well, I didn't well, you can ask a lot I, of people you, you, can, a- you hey. can ask a lot of people yes correct <laughs> there's certain things that we said elizabeth bagley or peterson you keep your mouth shut <laughs> so the uh yeah but i'm saying at this point you start dating somebody and it's like right away okay what are we doing because we're already you know like in our 40s like you know like take it or leave it you know do you want to hear like, of a cool concept i recently heard of oh god here we go yeah go ahead i want to hear living apart together I like that idea. I love that idea. So I people think I, live I think apart, I still, I think still but be, they're together. I think I'd still be married to my first wife if that would happen. I'm pretty sure she probably would have divorced you. No, Christine would be like, yeah, he's full of crap. No. <laughs> anyway, can we share the good news with the people? I didn't, get to, my, I didn't get to give my dating advice. Oh, you cut me off. This is the part of dating advice that's got to be. So you try to listen, guys. I lost guys. interest. Guys, all you got to do is keep nodding and say, I was always told I was a good listener for years. Because you don't yeah. listen. But I act like I do listen. Not even. I'm a skimmer. Anymore, no. I'm a skimmer listener. <laughs> yes. So, like, when I did my homework, I skim. And when you listen, skim. And then every once in a while, you take whatever last part, like, Jess says a lot of stuff. So then I grab one or two words out of that. Justin's looking at me through the window. He's like, yes, I do this all the time. So then you grab one thing. I'm like, yeah, totally. That guy at the mechanic at Mavis really sucks, too. And I, I didn't listen to the whole story. <laughs> but then you grab a little piece, and they think you listen the whole time. And you like no, nod. it's obvious you, you don't and listen. Like, and you throw a little nod ninety percent of the throw time. Throw a little nod out there. And you're like, yeah, you're not yeah. Yeah, stealth I'm, I'm, about it at all. Or throw or throw a little. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happened to you. When do you say that? Well, I do once in a while. Once in a while, I do. I, I do. Where's the dating advice? Is that the dating advice? Stay single. <laughs> yes, that's great dating <laughs> advice. Stay single. Okay. Any more future advice, just feel free to call me. <laughs> I'll let you know every experience. No, not every experience. but He I won't know. listen to the advice that you're asking about. He'll just... I, You know, whatever. It's, you know... All I got to say is it worked. It worked. It got you. What the hell? Who cares? I got... Oh. Well, you, were you were you were just giving up at that point in your life? Yes. Okay. This is what I So, speaking I of dating, you know, <clears throat> at an older age in your life, we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> We're going to talk about something really cool. It's going to be uh, whatever we follow us on is our barn finds. Yes, but can we say something before that? Okay, what were we going to say? I missed the whole thing, didn't I? Because <laughs> your ears were skimming. I know what we're what supposed to do. What happened so, that's huge news on St. Patrick's Day? St. Patty's Day, we had a great meeting this morning. Everybody knows that we kind of go through and we push the envelope on everything we do, and we work hard at what we do. You, I mean, all our team, you... Everybody, yeah. Uh, Ryan, Austin, who's been with us since day one. Everybody, uh, our great team, Mike Ryan, Mike Grosky, all these guys, um, uh, everybody's there. So we actually had a great meeting, and we're called. We had a call from O'Reilly Auto Parts mm-hmm. this morning. Not just our local store, we actually got a call from corporate this morning. Yeah. So well, actually, it was a couple days ago, I'm sorry. The meeting was this morning. Yeah. 
So, which kind of blew me away, and I was speechless, which a lot of people never can't ever figure out, but there's sometimes I actually do shut up and listen. You actually listened today? I did. I was You, you walked in there, and I was, I was like, kind of shocked. So, we are very happy and proud to announce that O'Reilly's Auto Parts is our new corporate sponsor. Yeah. For the, not just for uh, Motor Mania, but for our, everything we do. For the garage, yes. for the barn finds, for Rev It Up. Like, they are our main gig, and Got I have to thank swag. a lot of great people that helped me out since day one, and one guy I just want to really give a shout-out to is uh, Bruce Tachita from World Wheels and Dale, both mm-hmm. those guys that helped me kind of school me through this whole thing of getting the, you know, doing what they wanted to do, and it's just really great how they're picking up what they're going to do to help us out at the garage with our, with, our, with our supplies and our parts and everything else like that, and, uh, yeah, so it's great. So it's huge. I think you really was taken back. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Hard work pays off, that's for sure. Yeah, so and thanks it, to them for jumping on board. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we've got a lot of big things coming up with O'Reilly's. Um, our show is now Motor Mania. It used to be just a regular show. Oops, I just oh, hit see, that. Now you're yeah, now I'm in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, used to be a huge gathering thing, but now a lot of people like the trophies. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people like the trophies. So this year at Motor Mania, that is going to be changing, and we are going to be giving away trophies and awards for all you show cars. Burnout contests, mm-hmm. um, maybe some of the street drags, depending on how you analyze that. And uh, Jude's with his uh, Dino Challenge, mm-hmm. and of course for all the kids. Yes. For all the uh, for all the model car contests and the slot car drags and RC drags. So we've got O'Reilly's doing all our sponsorship for all our trophies and stuff and giveaways. There will be dash plaques through yeah. every car coming out. Thousand dash Actually, plaques. you said that you're going to be giving out. They're going to be giving out. <coughs> Gift bags, right? For yep, the people that bags, register yep. their vehicle. So at all our show. events, all our events, we're going to be having O'Reilly's. And that is not only with our main motor mini show. This is all our Tuesday night shows, too. They're getting our a drag. gift bag on. Yep. And really? All so, so we've got our show and shine on Tuesday nights that we do. Mm-hmm. And there will be trophies awarded every Tuesday night. Or every Tuesday event we have. Yeah. I shouldn't say every Tuesday night because it's not it's scheduled. No. And we'll be announcing that this next week, right? Yeah, we are going to be finalizing that okay. in the next day or so. Yeah. So, so we'll have to do that. Um, but yeah, well, there it, it's it's pretty big. So that that's that was a major thing this week, this mm-hmm. morning. So mm-hmm. I was really happy. That, so again, thank you to everybody that is started with me on this crazy journey when I came up with this idea on a napkin in 2019 to do this, and everybody who's been on board mm-hmm. to do that. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of great individuals that have stuck with us from day one. So, and uh, for the ones that uh, kind of came aboard and you know fell away and came back or whatever like that, we still want to say thanks to all those that were there in the beginning and what we're doing and this is what we're shooting for. It's a show for the public and what we do. And, you know, we do this pretty much all year long. Yeah. To fight for what we do. So. Yeah. And to bring, to kind of make the hobby great again, what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And so support everybody like Adam and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So thanks again, O'Reilly's. Yes. So, all right, what's your next subject? Barn finds. <clears throat> we want to talk about barn finds and... That's one of your favorite subjects. You oh, love yeah. barn finds. You love to talk about barn finds. You like to find barn finds. And you like digging. So when I'm digging through cars and parts, you like to dig through the antiques. and. The... No, I like to dig through it all. Yeah, I like to dig through it all. So this kind of started, I mean, I, I've been doing this since I've been a kid with my brother, Randy, and uh, my dad. And we would dig through pretty much anything. And now... People social... will used, used to call your dad, right? Mm-hmm. And say, hey, yeah. come on over. I got some stuff for you to look at. Yeah, everybody think it would be garbage, and it would be my dad and Randy. Randy would always dig through anything. It was it was it was a big thing. Mom, of course, you know, Ma Bagley, Marilyn, there would always go through and 
she would always clean out the house for her, but we'd always find stuff, and the dad would always resell it and whatever yep. like that. And, you know, we were kind of like the, remember Sanford and some? Yes. So we used to, our farm was like on 40 acres, and we did barns and whatever. So that's how I grew up. That's all I knew. So, and for those of me that have ever watched us or followed us on social media, that we do it every weekend. Mm-hmm. Somewhere, somehow we always do it. Even if we're going through Milwaukee, we'll go through an estate sale. Sure. No matter what it is. And even when we're going cross-country, you yep. love going to antique stores and mm-hmm. malls and finding stuff and... It's great stuff. But the barn find the cars is what we like to keep them back on the road and do that. And that's that, that I think, is the passion of what I always like doing. Mm-hmm. I don't like building them, per se, to, you know, take them to a car show. Mm-mm. I like to get them on the road and then pass them on to the next person that's going to build them for their kid. Yes. Or restore them or the guy that's been looking for that holy grail car forever. Yeah. And dig them out of their archive or their graveyard that they've been in for 30 years. And then Ryan and Kyle and... Um, they do a stuff. Austin will come and film, but uh, Ryan's really the one that really gets into it and cleans the details of cars, mm-hmm. cleans out the dead coon carcasses and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, which there is a lot of. Yeah, and it's fun. And then, you know, <laughs> recently in the last year, you know, Chad's helped us out. You know, Zach Hader used to help us out too with uh, getting a lot of barn finds doing. So, I mean, everybody loves it. I think I don't think there's nothing everybody likes doing because there is one thing. If you, I mean, if you have a brand new shop, and we talked about this before, with you have a brand new shop, anybody can. I want to say anybody, so everything's like, yeah, nobody ever said that way. But you get a car, and, and every you know, you get a, a, a young crew, and then they take the car apart, and it's in a million pieces, and they blast it and paint it, and everybody orders, you know, a hundred thousand dollars of the parts, and you just rebuild a new car, mm-hmm. which is great. I love those shops. That, that those are the cool shops you see. It's, you know, but there's just something about taking something that's been stuck in a barn and trying to get that running and driving back on the road again, and taking it back to a show. It's just, I don't know. I just. It's the history of, like, your one-on-one with I it. love hearing the stories behind it, like Clara's car. I just saw yeah, that was yeah, a year ago them, already. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell people that story. It yeah. was a 66 Chevelle, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, what area of the neck of the woods it was? It was north. Hil- I don't even Hilbert, remember. Hilbert, Wisconsin. That sounds about right, Hilbert, yeah. Hilbert, Wisconsin. We went to. That was in the barn. Uh, it was Clara was the gal's name, older lady, yeah. uh, passed away. And the it was kept in the barn for, what, like 30 years? <clears throat> it was in there, uh, I believe, 32 years. Yeah. Yeah. Still had the original paperwork. It had her pair of glasses in there. It, it had her Kmart name tag in the did box. Remember? Yeah. I bet I yeah. missed, she worked yeah. at Kmart. Yeah. But yeah, that was a beautiful car, and it ended up going to a younger gal that just absolutely fell in love with it in the story, and she still calls it Clara. Yeah, she calls Clara's it Clara's car. Clara's car. So mm-hmm. it's and those are the cool things that we like doing, and I think when that one really set me back, and and we get emotionally tied to these people a lot, mm-hmm. and they they follow and they they keep us updated on what they're doing. So when you find a barn find, like Clara's car, the story with the grandson who sold it to us, yep. he inherited it, and it was like we pulled up in the snow. Uh, you yep. know, it was snowing outside, and we got all the farmers were there, and we kind of did a little video on the car and got it all the way up, brought it out there, and uh, he wanted to see what would happen to it. So we actually went there, and the granddaughter that who, who bought the car, or the, lady, the girl who bought the car, mm-hmm. she wanted to buy it, and you remember that story. So the grandfather actually worked at the Janesville Janesville um, GMC GM plant and he said he goes he goes I really want that you know he goes I remember seeing that one of those cars go across the shoulder floor so he wanted to have it yeah so then they actually got the car um they, it wasn't ready for Motor Mania this last year but they'll be at Motor Mania really? this year yeah so oh good I can't wait that's to see a, it that's going to be in display this year um so that'll be one of our barn finds will be in display now are you the one that always says there's more barns in Wisconsin than I, anywhere else <clears> which only is, makes sense but you know yeah I so what I always tell everybody, and we go and we, we get, you know, whenever we do certain interviews or even magazines and stuff like that, everybody wants to know how do we find them all. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I asked, I think I asked my father this when I was a kid. And I said, why, what, you know, how do you just go up to somebody's house, you know? And I just did it when I was a like, kid. So, but if you look at, we go to some barns, some barns might have one car or truck or collector or bike or whatever the Holy Grail thing. Everybody refers to, you know, if we know American Pickers, yes, we met Frank and all those guys before. But we've been doing, I've been doing it way before that. You have, I know you haven't, but. So when they go through and you look outside and you got, you know, you see a barn everywhere, you know, you go, it doesn't matter which direction you go in Wisconsin, but there's barns everywhere in Wisconsin, right? Mm -hmm. So you go through and I said, so if you go on a two or three hour ride north or south or wherever you're going to go to, and you say you go from your house and you found a hundred barns. Yeah. So you count a hundred of them. That's pretty easy to do. Mm -hmm. And some barn, some farms have two or three barns, right? Mm -hmm. And we've already been to farms that have a hundred cars. Mm -hmm. So if you just give in any direction you go, each barn, one car. Mm -hmm. So you went south, you found a hundred that way, you found a hundred that way. And we know they're still out there because we get calls every week. Yeah. I mean, we're going tomorrow to a yard that's been abandoned for 35 years with 200 cars. Yeah. So we're going to film that one tomorrow. So you do the math on that in the state of Wisconsin alone. Wisconsin's a pretty big state. Yeah. And you go out there. So if you give one barn, one car, and there's not just farms. We found them in the city. We found them in storage units, other places. I say there's more cars hidden in the state of Wisconsin than anywhere in the country. Mm -hmm. And I, we prove it every year. Because look at what's all, all, what's all hidden over there. It's actually amazing how many cars <laughs> are sitting untouched mm -hmm. for years at a time. Yeah, and we do, well, even when we went down to McCacken, we talked with um, the, uh, the auto archaeologists. They had the uh, whole barn find section. Yep, and it's huge. It's cool. Mm -hmm. you know, you, we did interviews in there. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, I love it. I just, I, I love seeing what's in there, what's untouched and what's not there. And I love finding the paperwork. The paperwork yeah. is cool. And my buddy Kevin... Um, he loves digging the barns. You know, Kevin, who we got red He's going with you tomorrow, right? Yep, Kevin's going with us tomorrow. Um, and like I said, I, I really got to give... My dad was kind of getting out of it by the time I came around. So that was, you know, I was the last kid born. So it was, I was born in 74. So by the time I started really digging out and having fun, Randy, and everybody jokes about this, my older brother Randy, because we looked alike, you know, so everybody thought I was Randy's kid oh. for years, you know, because we're so, you know, we're close. So I would go just digging barns all day long, mm -hmm. and it would be fun. We'd go dig wherever, whether it be trucks or, and everybody knows my crazy toy collection. That's how that started. Okay. So Randy would buy a car, my dad would buy a car, and somebody's like, here, you know, to look at a cute little boy or whatever like that, and they would give me toys. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how, I have no idea how, because I don't know how, but I kept those toys for all those years. That's in my showroom. Right? Yeah. So, and it still goes to this day, but now Ryan, I pass it on to Ryan, and we do these things, we have... All those things, but it's it's really great to do. And now we take red. You know, red goes with us, mm -hmm. your daughter. So, um, but yeah, I think there's to be said. There's more. There's more stuff hidden over there than anywhere else because you go around and people just I mean, there's there's stuff being found every day. And I think the reason, real reason why Wisconsin, the other half of that story, I was going to tell you is that we only have what six months, seven months of summer. Mm -hmm. basically uh, I think you're being generous at seven months of summer <laughs> let's say six let's say six so we have say we have six months of summer so here's my aka John Bagley theory of why there's some way there okay so we have six months to do it right uh -huh. to enjoy summer by the time the end of summer people are, who don't have big houses or farms or like that they have to find a place to store that car yes so they put the car away in October early November whatever it's going to be and it goes all through the spring a lot of things can happen because a lot of these guys might have been construction guys. They might have been also the seasonal guys. Mm -hmm. And they might not have enough money to pay for the storage for that car. Sure. So look at how many we have found who have got lost in storage over the years. 
we just bought a 69 Camaro that was lost in a body shop for 25 years mm -hmm. because he never paid the rest of his bill and just abandoned the car. That's crazy. So it's sitting there. So you go through and you do that. So these cars get lost for years. Or what these guys do, the best one we always do is because the guy says, I'm going to buy this car and restore it. I'm like, family, I'm going to do or, or it's going to be my thing. Or they buy the car and don't tell their wife. We know that. And guys hide cars all the time, which is funny to me. But I shouldn't just say guys. Girl, women do it too. So... So what I always find out part, and then the guy's taking apart in a million pieces, and life changes. They have a kid, and it can happen six months is a long time. You get, you have a baby, you do whatever you can do. So they never finish the car, and then they start adding up the math. They're paying for that storage bill for all the years, and it just gets sold, mm. and they do it. And we find those cars all the time too. Yeah. So it's, and we don't just find these cars on Facebook. People think it's a lot of fun. I do find a lot of cars on Facebook marketplace, because you always ask them what else is for sale. Yeah. That was my dad's theory back in the day. So you ask him what's for sale, and we're always out there posting what's out there. So no matter what it is, and this is kind of a funny thing, so I'll kind of refer back to the dating thing a little bit. So it's kind of like, you know, hanging out with the ugly girl to get the hot chick. You do that. I do do that. Professionally so. speaking, I'm, I'm <coughs> like you do. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the hot chick. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So Justin's like, oh, yeah. Justin's that was, like, that was, mm -hmm. was, anyways, I'll get bashed for that one after there's some years. So anyways, so if you have somebody that says, okay, I've got all these whatever Ford Escorts, federal Ford Escorts for sale, right? Yeah. I'm like, well, I never turn down a phone call. I always check out a lead. My father taught me that, and so did Randy. Well, let's go for a ride anyways. We've got nothing going on. So we'd go there, and you might have to scrap out the Ford Escorts, but there might be the 69 Mach 1 Mustang sitting in the corner that you might not get. And some of the cars that I've dug out and you people follow us on social media and that we do, I've known about some of these places for 30 years plus. And you know, you've been there because you talked to so many people when we dig them out. So it's all in the hunt and determination of what you want to do. And like someday I'm going to buy that car that I that guy and we do. Speaking of escorts, my first car was a 86 Escort. 86? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, I mean, was, was, yeah, no, what what was color was it? It was manual. It was white with black, really thin stripes on the side, and it had the hatchback. So I put this big sub, subwoofer back there, and that thing was pumping. Yeah, blasted some Prince Seven out of there. Yeah, Prince like, Seven. Mm -hmm. all, it was. Well, we used to cruise in Hartford, so <clears throat> back yeah. and forth. Yeah, you need music for that. Okay. Yeah, so you need music for that. Mm -hmm. So a little Ford. What color was it? White. White. But then it had these. It was cool at the time, but it had <clears> these white. Um, wheel cap covers on it. They're plastic. Yeah. It was a pretty cool car. It was a pretty cool car. And I paid for it myself. Well, there you go. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. Well, that, you know, well, Ford Escorts are kind of cool. They're actually, all the 80s cars are coming back. Oh, this one would be, a per this is a perfect 80s car. Perfect if I ever 80s. found it, I probably would buy what it, is, to be honest What is the one we just took it on trip? What is the one, uh, Dodge? The Dodge Daytona? Dodge Daytona, yeah. I drove that the other day. It reminded <laughs> me very much that. of it. I know. We just, yeah, somebody had a holy grail of, uh, Dodge Daytona, 54,000 miles, five-speed mm -hmm. car. It was actually really cool. Somebody did repaint at one point in time, but, hey, it's still really cool. I looked back in the hatchback. I'm like, oh, there's a room for a big speaker back there. You did look for your subwoofer back there? Yeah. Which we were thinking about keeping it and doing it, but we have so we're many not. Cars. And we, I just, after the hunt, I think that's the biggest part of it, too, that I disciplined myself over the years. I think 20 years ago, I used to want to keep everything. Mm -hmm. And I had a shop. Everybody knows that I used to have a shop in West Bend, and, I think I had over 30 cars in there. I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing with all these cars? I'm never going to get to So now I just want to, even the, even the guys that work for us, Ryan and everybody, everybody says, how come you don't take the car to a show? I'm like, I do not need to drive the cars anymore. I feel lucky enough and blessed enough that people call me to go through 
like Bill, that's who we're going up tomorrow with, to be the first ones in the property. And we, we'll post pictures from that drive up that there for this tomorrow, post. Yeah. yeah, we have two of them that are coming up. Two big ones. The one is in, uh, um, I can't tell you the name of the town, obviously, but um, we're going north tomorrow, and it's a it's a, a yard that was his uncle's, uh, and it was thirty five years, thirty five to forty years. The public has not been on the property. It was just going to be family. a fun day. Yeah, so we'll go digging a stone tomorrow, and that is the other thing too that we always tell everybody. Like we have good friends down in Texas now, Colette's down there with, with Murph and those guys. We love watching the shows on Motor Trend that they go and get these things running, you know full custom garage and um, I think uh, Daryl from Vice Grip Garage they do all these things too it's a little different up here boys because we don't have rust free cars for one thing mm -hmm. and we don't have nice weather where we're in our shorts all day long mm -hmm. so we go dig like tomorrow we're going to dig it's going to be 15 degrees tomorrow now bring your mudder boots you have some <clears throat> yeah, yeah we bring muddering boots um, we have raccoons that like to hibernate mm -hmm. so while you're in Texas wherever you guys are digging down there in California where all the shows are really cool we're digging in hay bales where animals are hibernating and stuff like that, and they get really ticked off. So yeah. you can see that on the camera, too. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so. Now, barn finds us a pretty universal term for <coughs> all cars that have kind of been abandoned, right? Because, yeah. like, you can have barn finds in California, but it's not really in a barn, right? I mean. Right. I say barn finds because it's Wisconsin, but there is, um, yeah, you can, I guess there's any name for it. I just say barn finds because that's what I do up here. Right. You know, yeah. No, I think I've heard it say, you know, prefaced that way before mm -hmm. so yeah i think it's a pretty universal term <clears throat> yeah we do it and i mean we bought them from we bought them all the place besides barns too you know mm -hmm. storage units and garages i think still call it a barn find still call it a barn find. i say barn uh, yeah i think i just throw that you do you say all the time they barn find <coughs> i do barn find <coughs> what do you give me this morning well, are you okay there terrible. dad i'm dying dad's dying just laughing at me i guess i'm gonna throw it. i have no idea <laughs> guilt <laughs> guilt <coughs> But anyways, we had the, ha <laughs> <laughs> funny. I think one of the best ones we took was the, I think I took Red and Olivia uh, um, Ella to Ohio that day to go pick up the 60, uh, 64 409 car, the old man. The blue one that we went got, remember I took the kids? And we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's been so many I, that I <clears throat> lose yeah. track, but yeah. And sometimes with, a lot of this stuff is not planned, so none, I mean, stuff you see on Facebook, it's, if anybody knows me <laughs> at all, Nothing I do is planned, right? Pretty much. Right. Well, like even Tom Schott's cars, <clears throat> like we called about one, the one on his front oh, yeah. lawn. Yeah. And then lo and behold, he's got what, like eight other cars yeah, in a barn. Know. Yeah, we got. That the, wasn't a barn. Yeah, we got the call for that. And that was Saturday night. I think we got a call. You and I got a call Saturday no, night. No, it was Sunday morning. Or like it was in the morning. I think you messaged the car. You, you messaged, the ad, messaged the ad on Saturday night, I think uh -huh. it was. And we did the same thing. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes you can't find really good ads on Facebook. So don't ever, don't think they're not out there. They're, oh, it's on social media, so everybody's going to get to it first. No, because I think even Clara's car. Clara's car, we were watching TV, the 66 Chevelle, we were watching TV. Mm -hmm. And that posted up for $1,500. And I thought it was a fake ad. Oh, yeah, that one. So, $1,500. And I am pretty determined because people want to know how the heck do I get there ahead of everybody else. We bought the 67 Camaro convertible. Out in uh, uh, Baraboot area mm -hmm. um, that we actually sent down, and uh, one of our friends, an uh, NFL uh, player, bought that one. But that car was on social media. We were determined enough to get the car. And the biggest thing my father taught me to is always have, we always had a truck and trailer ready. And everybody knows money talks and BS walks, right? 
So if they already know that you're coming, they know I'm coming, and I've got a rep for bringing the cash and the truck and trailer, they know they got the real deal coming. So and which is great, I'm I'm very you know honored to have that that rep for doing that stuff. But when we did shots cars, we called it a Mustang, didn't you? I think the Mustang was the first. No, I thought thing. it was the truck on the front lawn. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but we ended up going to a to a, a find, and you actually knew them. Yeah, that was. Oh, why didn't I even tell that story? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm waiting for you. So he. Yeah, go ahead. He takes a call from this guy named Tom, and they're talking, talking, talking. Yeah. And they make arrangements to go, take a look. I decide to go with, pull up, and I'm like, I know these people. So they Which were, is funny because she's like, oh, I finally know somebody. Yeah, I finally know somebody. You always know everybody. These people were my mom's best friends as I was growing up. So I yeah. spent a lot of time with them when I was a kid, and I haven't yeah. seen them in 35 years probably. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, very cool. that was a very nice surprise. And, I loved it. And Tom Schott's a great guy. He was still in Lavenheimer's Garage in Richfield. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Here he, He's a mechanic, yeah. We ended up buying five cars that day, and I had no idea we were going to. And we still we, have some. Yeah, we still have some. We're, actually, we just got a bunch of them done, so we're going to be launching them out, out pretty soon. Um, two Corvairs, a 65 Corvair hardtop, a mm-hmm. Corvair convertible, a 62 Olds 88 convertible dynamic, and mm-hmm. uh, I think a 54 hardtop and a 54 convertible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see those go. For some reason, we did that, and we put that deal together in about two hours. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, yeah, you got to drive the Corvair, the first one yep. we got done. Yeah, yep. I just want to say that about the, the Daytona, too. All I need to do, a lot of them, is just drive them once. I just That's want to drive them once, it just, and I, then I'm I, good. I fill my cup up, and I do that stuff, and yeah. I just like seeing them getting pulled in the barns. Yeah. That's, that's my biggest I like thing. to see him go to the next one. Yeah, and then Ryan power wash and clean it up. And then the look on everybody's face is when they can find it. So it's a big mm-hmm. thing. So. Doing good things. Doing good things. Holy cow, you did it again. We're out of time. I know. It goes fast. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. All right. Thanks, thank everybody. Thank you, O'Reilly's. Again, yes. Thanks, O'Reilly's. You'll be seeing a lot in our videos and using a lot of their fluids and all their stuff to change it and uh, get, our, get our barn finds going. Yep. So We're excited. All right. Well, let's get going. we got to get going and uh, get ready for tomorrow. Yeah. All right, right, see you guys. Thanks. Thanks.